Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Journey in Faith. I'm your host, Caitlin, and in today's episode, episode two, I'm going to be giving my testimony. So with that introduction, let's get started. So as I said, I'm Caitlin, if you haven't been here before, and today I'm going to be talking about my testimony. Whenever I was about one years old, my parents brought me to my current church. I've been going there since I was one, and I'm now 24, and I was baptized whenever I was about 12 years old. And I thought I was a saved Christian because of that. And little did I know, I really didn't have the correct understanding of the gospel. Um, I grew up thinking I was a Christian, but I was very much a cherry picker of scripture. I would think that some of the things I did were okay because I was still a quote-unquote good person. And I would judge other people for their sins that I thought were worse than mine. And when I got to high school, I really started falling into sin um, from peers, what other people were doing, and because I didn't get the gospel, and I don't, I really wasn't a saved Christian like I thought I was. So whenever I was a sophomore in high school, I tried smoking weed for the first time, and a little over a year later, I got drunk for the first time. Now, the Bible doesn't condemn drinking alcohol, but it does say the overindulgence of alcohol or drunkenness, getting tipsy, things like that. That is where it becomes sinful, just like gluttony and eating. Eating is not a sin, but gluttony, the overindulgence of food is. So I was definitely in sin. I was getting drunk, um, going to a party when there was one from like age 17 to age 20, I cussed all the time, and whenever I did these things, I just kept thinking, oh, like, I'm still a good person, it's okay, you know, and that is not the right mindset at all for a Christian, and I just didn't realize that, and um, I was into astrology, always read my zodiac, I was into numerology, and um, enneagrams, and chakra stuff like that I always wanted to go to a psychic I didn't get to do that but I it was on my bucket list and I didn't realize all of these things were also sinful they were divination which I can get more into that and new age things in another episode but this was my life and how I lived it and I just thought I was a good person and now I know that there is no such thing as a good person after reading scripture that there's not one who is righteous, um, and that's why none of us can get to heaven on our own accord. It's through Christ alone. Um, So I kept thinking I was a good person um, just because I was nice and everything, but the standard for heaven is perfection, and none of us meet that. Only Christ did. So I had the wrong idea about it completely. And throughout college, as I was living my life this way, um... I um, also have sexual immorality was another sin I had fallen into. 
Um, so I was so depressed in college and there was one night especially that I was crying alone in the house. I didn't know what to do. I had recently, the people that were really close in my life had all betrayed me because that's who I was putting my faith into, which of course we can't put all our faith into a person. We'll always be let down because people are not perfect. But I ended up getting in my car. It was like 10 p.m. and I started driving around. Didn't really know where I was going, but I found myself in my church parking lot and I was crying out to God. I was like, God, I need you. I need someone that I can trust and rely on. Please be here for me. I, I didn't know what else to do. You know, I was just begging for something. I didn't know what. And God heard my cries. And it is so crazy that night. God started a change in my life. And I kept getting these thoughts in my head in the car. Um, repeatedly, I kept thinking, will it be worth it? If I live my life in sin, if I keep just drinking and cussing and living my life like this, will it be worth it just because I enjoy it and I'm happy right now? If I get to the gates of heaven and Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you. That's Matthew seven twenty one. People who um, believe in God and they thought that getting to heaven through their good works is what got them to heaven. And Jesus says, depart from me. I never knew you. And I didn't really understand that scripture. And I did later on. But at the time I was like, I'm doing good. And like those people didn't get to heaven. And like, because I really wasn't understanding what that scripture meant. But I kept asking myself, will it be worth it if I live in sin? For Jesus to say, depart from me, you worker of lawlessness, I never knew you. And eventually I was like, no, it won't be. It will not be worth it. This life, and I remembered um, this metaphor that my minister had given at a sermon um, just a little prior to that. And it's so crazy how God puts all these things together. He knew that I would be coming to him, um, that I would be seeking after him. So in the sermon, Mark, he's our minister, he said, this life is just a pinpoint on an infinite number line, which is our eternal life. And whenever I thought about that perspective, I was like, it will totally not be worth it. I would rather live in obedience to God and have people tell me I'm a Jesus freak or that I'm taking my faith too serious, lose friends because I'm taking my faith too serious. I'd rather live my life like that in obedience to God and live with him in eternity than be told to depart from him because I did not. Now, I still, of course, didn't understand the true gospel yet at this time because it's not our works that get us to heaven, but this is like the, the big change that God started in my life. Um, and because of that, I that night, um, I ended up losing all desire to live in my sinful lifestyle for a while anyway there was a couple times that I fell back into some old sins throughout my journey in the last two years um, I fell back into some old habitual sins a few times but there was a huge difference let me go back so after that night the next morning it was so simple for me like easy to just quit cussing because God was 
what was on my heart. So I immediately stopped cussing. I stayed away from alcohol altogether for a while. Um, I was on fire for God. I started ordering all these things like Christian merchandise, like clothes that had Jesus's name on it and God's name on it. Um, my first Bible and I read through like the whole New Testament and now I'm currently still on the Old Testament because it's a little harder for me to understand. So I'm using some Bible studies, but I was on fire for God, complete life change. And later that week, the week after that night, I was in my church parking lot. I came across a video on TikTok that was of a guy who was just sharing the gospel simply for what it is. And that he was quoting Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, that we are saved by grace through faith. This is not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Um, And it goes on to say that the good works we do are what we are called in advance to do as a Christian. And I realized like, oh my goodness, it's not being a good person that gets me to heaven or doing these good things. Because there is no such thing as a good person. You know, I finally understood that realization that like all of us have fallen short. And the only way to get to heaven is by trusting that Jesus took our hell punishment. Um, and I understood finally his that love, that amazing sacrificial love and mercy and grace that God gave us through Jesus Christ. And how the Bible says that when our faith is genuine, when we truly believe that Jesus took our punishment, We are baptized in the Holy Spirit in that moment, and we do good works as a result of our faith. The good works aren't what save us, but it's a result of our genuine faith. Um, And I realized that, and now like because I was baptized in the Holy Spirit upon that belief, uh, whenever I do fall into sin, um, and for example, like whenever I fell back into, I drank once. for the first time since I'd been truly saved, like a few months later, I fell into it and I got drunk. But for the first time, I felt the conviction from God after I didn't feel like, oh, it's okay. I was like, man, I hate that I did that. I wish I would not have done that. Um, and I got right back up and got back on track with the Lord. So that's how I knew there was definitely a change in my life. And um I've continued on that journey and there's a few times I've still fallen back into sins, but I get right back up and and keep following him. And because I have the Holy Spirit, he gives me these desires to do good things. Um, And I desire to do these good things too, because it honors my Lord, it honors our father to do these good works. Um, And it helps advance the kingdom. It helps bring others to him. If we show other people his love, um, And yeah, this is my testimony and it's sometimes hard because I did lose some friends that had, um, you know, messaged me wanting to go out and and get drunk and things like that. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. And for me personally, this is a recent conviction of mine because I fell back into getting drunk even after being um, saved and having the true understanding of the gospel for me personally, I feel like not drinking at all, not even having one drink is what's best for me. That's just my personal conviction. It's not a sin to have a drink if anyone listening does, as long as it's not leading to getting drunk or tipsy. Um, but just for me personally, because 
drinking, the purpose of it most of the time is to get drunk and just in case I'm around other new believers who might see me and think like, oh, she's having a drink, it must be okay to get drunk because maybe they don't know the scriptures, maybe they don't know that I'm only having the one drink and I don't want to cause anyone to stumble in their faith. So for me personally, I just feel convicted to stay away from it altogether. Um, And if anyone listening, if you've come to know the gospel and you're starting to... um, you know, quit doing all the habitual sin that you used to live in, and let's say you're struggling with a sin, but you feel the conviction for it. Uh, something that's helped me when I've fallen into an old sin is um, I'm like, what's first on my mind right now? What's number one in my heart right now? Because typically, whenever I fall back into something, it's when I am not putting God first. So anytime I have a struggle like that, I get in my word, get in your word every day, Um, get in your word really every single day, pray every day, fill your minds with things, Um, like I deleted all the secular music off my phone after I got truly saved, and I just have, there's a few secular songs on there, but they're just love songs, and I have, the rest are like Christian music, Um, I no longer watch um, movies and shows that you know, something that isn't good, you know, like vulgar or sexual or horror, something like, something like that. I, uh, no longer entertain myself with those things. So just be mindful of what you're filling your mind with and what you're listening to, because they do have an effect and get in your word every day. It's so much easier to deny yourself when temptation comes, when you're putting God number one in your life. I hope this testimony helps anyone who might have had a similar experience to me and once again I'm your host Caitlin and it's been great sharing my journey in faith with you see you guys next time